When the stars align and the moon smiles, my hero awakes to make music that's sublime. Two step into the snare of this one-sided affair, it became clear to something in the air. My blood pressure's rising. This music makes me high. I mean, super high, like it's soul reviving. Now I'm running, running nowhere fast like a roadrunner, missing all the beautiful seasons for no good reason as I write, Dear Summer. I can feel them coming from my crown. Without a noose, I'm leaving behind my pretty round brown, and I won't be hanging around without knowing her purpose. Knowing neither one of us is nowhere near perfect, I began to overthink my verbs casually. That's when I almost called out her name. With the allure of failure looming, I never want to feel this type of shame. So I dream of love, Harlem nights, and dancing uptown. Invigorating, the music reveals the sweet sense of the cinnamon brown. Waves of melanin, her body grooving to the classic hits of Motown. Oh man, accommodating my moves with her stare, avoiding her temptations before I begin to drown. Friday night lights be smoky, no guns, but Rosie be Robinson. For all the money in back pockets and wallets with her apple bum. I get this feeling sometimes and it keeps me from going under. This girl was so fine, I just had to pull up to her bumper. Closing the gap between us, a school without borders. This was the collision course minus the accident. I was experiencing booty disorder, so I took aim. Straight shot, money, cause it ain't a game. And my mind's playing tricks on me. A black star, my reflection is eternal and I hold the key. Knowing I move beyond vices. Free from all boundaries. Although history isn't fond of me, I'm aware life has no guarantees. So when her and I align and the moon begins to smile, my queen will always awake to a brother that's sublime because I am one of a kind. Listening to the Derek Asante podcast, a show that brings you insightful conversations about everyday topics and make sure to be a part of the conversation by downloading, streaming and sharing every single episode. All you got to do is click following on your preferred platform. Make sure you support the show. It's 2022, episode 51. I'm your host, Derek Asante, and this episode is to launch the year of action. It's also Black History Month. So this episode is also my ode to my beautiful Black people everywhere. We all have a story to tell. And in this episode, I want to share pieces of me through poetry that were published in my book entitled Scriptures from the Sidewalk. And you can get a copy from graymilespublishing.com along with my children's book, The Best of Gray, which was also co-created with my now six-year-old daughter, Grayson. So go ahead and support that. Make sure you click the like, make sure you follow, download episodes, make sure you don't miss another episode. Every episode is going to drop Monday mornings when we drop the episodes. So you got all day to kind of start your week off. Your support is definitely appreciated. So go ahead, get your copy of the books this Black History Month as we continue to make history every single day. As you already probably know, I open every show with a quote. And this quote is for you, the listener, right? The supporter and everybody else that's along with the movement. It reads... Hate is too great a burden to bear. It injures the hater more than it injures the hated. This is by Coretta Scott King. I want you to think about that. I love this quote because of the truth it actually displays, right? 
It's true that to actually hate someone requires more energy and effort than it is to actually not hate that individual, right? Oftentimes people go out of their way. It's also important to ask yourself, why don't you like someone, right? And and you go out of your way to make sure they know you don't like them. Think about that. That's too much effort. That's a lot of wasted energy. Unfortunately, the person who is hated doesn't even know or care most of the time that you don't like them. And most of the time, that person doesn't even, you know, know that you don't like them. <laughs> and I want you to be, be mindful of that, right? Because that's really important. Where is that energy coming from? And where is it going? What purpose is it set, you know, serving? And, and why are you doing it? Because we all know by now that everything that you put out into the world or universe comes back to you and comes back tenfold. So be aware of that while you go around hating people. This next piece is really, um, if you haven't figured this out yet, uh, throughout this episode, I'm going to be dropping some of the pieces from my poetry book, uh, which is also um, inspired by the month that we're in, which is Black History Month. So that's what that's all this episode is about. It's launching, you know, the new season pretty much of the podcast. And I also want to uh, pay homage to the month that I'm celebrating that I'm part of, that I'm proud to be a part of. If you could see me, you would see this dude, this kid and that again, running for his life because he doesn't want to get caught. Nah, he doesn't want to do that 25 to death. If you could see me, you would still see these chains clamped around my ankles because I'm still a slave, just a modern way. If you could see me, I believe you truly understand. The blues I sing and the moves I swing. Heck, you might even be able to move like me. Because if you could see me, then you too would want to sing, rap, and act like me. Push a whip, rock this ice like me. You could shine like you had the sun on your wrist like me. If you could see me, you wouldn't have the fear of living like me. You would see this boy living for the glamour without a home because the world closes doors on me. But if you could see me, then my name wouldn't matter to you because I am who you choose to see. If you could see me, you wouldn't judge me. Right? It's all in the spirit of Black History Month. I want all my Black people to know that you are loved for both your perfections and imperfections. Don't lose sight of that. And how often do you tell yourself positive affirmations? That's a question, actually, I'm asking you guys. How often do you tell yourself positive affirmations? I'm betting that we don't do it enough. So why not start doing more of that? Don't wait for someone else to give you a compliment. Look in the mirror and give yourself one. Make sure you say it out loud so you can see yourself saying it. And after you say it, make sure you smile, right? Like, God damn, I'm sexy. I'm beautiful. I'm gorgeous. I'm handsome. All of it. You got to tell yourself that. And by doing that, you start to believe that. And because you believe it, it'll start to show in your actions. The world doesn't need to see you. You need to see yourself before all expectations from others can be entertained. Don't lose sight of that. Don't lose sight of you. Because this is just one brother's love to another or a sister. From cotton fields to backyards. Hood to hood, my sisters with big hearts and backs with scars. Raped and barred, but they're never too far. 
never down. It's a must that I look up to my stars like fallen angels. We forget them and treat them like strangers. I speak of you like queens and they lock me up, thinking I'm crazy. Cause you've been a fiend since a baby. For broken promises, you're losing mad sleep. Cause you don't dream no more. Calling you names like ho, but it's the same money his mom's feeding with. I apologize, this is all they gave me. Rocks to feed you, knowing you was the one making the babies. They got me thinking that y'all can't be ladies. Well, maybe not all of y'all, but I gotta say that that's fucking crazy. It was you who slept with that nigga that made me. Mistakes happen, but don't put me out there like that. It was you who raised me, even though I wasn't supposed to happen. Instead, you carried me for nine months when you didn't have to. So if another motherfucker could try to shake you, trust me, I got you. The doctor tried to cut you, get me out. You told him, nah, not my baby. It wasn't you. It was me who didn't want to find out. I fought hard to avoid this world. No medication, so it's you I'm praising. Not a single word can describe you. That's just how limiting this English language is. You showed me love comes with plenty of tears. I know pain because it's irksome. That's why you used the belt to show me the years. The coward left thinking I would degrade him. Lost his name because I couldn't be seen loathsome. You put food on my plate, clothes on my back. How the hell is you going to call us poor? When my heart is full of love and compassion. I knew you were the true fairy since four. That wisdom is a life lesson. True love is contagious. And a great mother is melodramatic. I'm 26 years old now, ma but I'm still your baby. I understand that there's nothing we can change about our upbringing, but we can dictate the outcome of our tomorrows. Don't be afraid to tell another brother or sister that you love them and appreciate them. And please, don't just do it over text. Do it over a voice note, a phone call, or in person, but let them feel you, right? It's important that they feel you, they hear you, and they believe you. I remember when I had dreams of being extremely confident when I was younger and having the courage to approach a woman I was interested in. I was never that brave, even though, you know, I was self-aware. I could only be myself, and poetry was one of the ways that I was able to communicate what I thought and what I felt. So to all the women out there that are being approached by men, please take a moment to just listen, right? Give that brother a minute just for his courage alone, right? And don't shut him down without hearing him out. Give him a chance. You may not be attracted to him, but give him the time. And brothers, please respect the women and their time. They took the time to present to the world their best, so please don't mess it up for the rest of us, right? Or the rest of the fellas that are going to approach that woman, you know, that she may encounter. If you don't take yourself serious enough to respect her, then she, you can't expect her to respect you for your time. It took me a minute to build the courage. This is all in my dream, by the way, right? I actually didn't do this, but I always fantasized about what would be a cool way for a guy to pick up a, a woman by the bar. I just need you to talk and dance with me. Let my mind breathe in advance and bring a smile to me. Instead of sitting by the bar, sipping on some Mike's Hard with you undressing me, let me stop you before you go too far. We just met and already you fouled, but wait. Let me just finish. I hope you're not trying to spend no change on me, spit game, or even try and get some brains from me, because really, I just want to know if you can move to my rhythm without hearing the beat. Slow down, you're moving too fast now. Pay attention. 
I want love before kissing, so I hold your tongue. But wait, let me just finish. I know you want me because I want you to want me just the same. But most of all, I want to feel what we have before it's missing. Quit touching my stomach the way I like it and my neck the way you're licking it because I just might like you and I don't want to rush into things. So let me just finish. Let me just finish this one drink because really... It's not all that insane what I'm asking. Plus, I'm not all for the game. So all the touching you're doing is making me feel so good. So I'll just wait till you finish. Because love is but one time. So let me just witness it. Because if it's you I choose, then why not experiment? And how can I move with you at the same time, act a fool with you? Believe it or not, it's just to fall in love with you. And if this here is real like a disco, then let me just groove to you. Cause sitting by the bar, you got me thinking you hauling me furniture, so I want to move with you. Cause we could stand here for one night or we can dance all night long. But with you sitting here and not saying a thing, I'll continue doing my thing by the bar, enjoying my drink. Now that was a, a flashback. That was a throwback. We as black people have come a long way with many more miles to go in order to be where we should. Here's a quote, you know, for us to take along with us on our journey and remember to lend a hand to a fellow brother or sister whenever we can afford to. And that's important. I don't want people going around doing what they think they should be doing and they can't afford to do that. If you can't take care of yourself first, you have no business trying to take care of somebody else unless you can afford to. This next quote is by uh, Susan Taylor, and it reads, Whatever we believe about ourselves and our ability comes true for us. Whatever we believe about ourselves and our ability comes true for us. That's what I'm talking about, self-affirmations. What you believe about yourself is the truth. It's your truth. But too many of us are walking around faking it in front of other people we think matters. And it doesn't matter. Because what matters is at the end of the day, when you come back home and you look in that mirror, it's you you have to confront, not those people that you acted for, you put on a show for. How you see yourself is extremely critical, not only to your mental health, but your outlook on life and your future. So don't take yourself for granted. Don't take yourself for granted at all. You are worth everything you desire because you are life worthy. Don't forget that. You are worthy of life. And as long as you got air in your lungs, don't take yourself for granted. So here's a little bit of an extra, extra for you, right? I'm going to tell you about it. It's been said to hide something from blacks. You put it in a book, condescending, but we laugh to hide all the hurt. And I realize that I'm not the only one because I heard it all before, you see, in a hook. I refuse to accept this as my truth, although some of us believe in hooks and good looks. I began to think, why not the books? Only to realize we were never meant to read or write. So how can we tell our own stories? When they wrote the books and handed us their rights, trying to shape my environment as well as my chance, direct my rhythm and tell me I can't dance slowly diminishing my knowledge and character with each glance so that's why I'm turning to you extra extra tell me about it 
I found me a pen pal, so now I write all my thoughts down. Cause I remember telling y'all that every day my life's on trial and I don't know why. We try with all the right intentions and still manage to get the wrong impression. Eluding our own direction, not using our minds but the heads of our own erection. Pretending yet accepting the ideology that this is the lifestyle designed for you and I. I hope I'm not the first to break the bad news and tell you that all this is a lie. So extra, extra, tell me about it. I said extra, extra, tell me about it. I will indeed share with you a taste of my humble truth. I'm speaking to my younger and older folks. It is you I hold high above the skies without the weed smoke. This is more than news, because poetry provides hope. I've heard a lot of speakers, but they all seem to leave out the keynotes, such as these. So I'll tell you what it is they forgot to mention. That a black child only sees what's in his dreams and lives for what's in his reach. A child of poverty sees the world with his heart, but lives each day trying hard to keep it all intact. Because breathing is a marathon and life is a prize. But notice how none of us ever want to die? That's because we don't want the race to come to an end. Nah, not my race or your race, but the race that breathes the same air as I. So open, we keep our eyes and read between the lies, but never prepare to cross the finish line. Whether young or old, it's always a surprise. So understand that the ghetto, the projects, and the hood is only a rest station and not the end. So maintain your endurance with patience. Things can only be what you think they are. So start thinking about how great life is instead of how great a pair of nights are. Extra, extra, tell me about it. I got this hot off the press, so don't tell anyone I told you. I found the cheapest way to maintain beauty, y'all, and it's a smile. Because love can be a funeral for those who feel and a comic to those who think. But it's no joke for me to think that you are someone great. So every time you say extra, extra, I'll ask you to tell me all about what you heard. Because I know your news will make the front page of every paper and move the crowd in herds. So extra, extra, tell me about it. I did. And I hope that you heard. Just a little something for you to reflect on. Like I said, we all got a story to tell. And I know that sometimes we can't share our worth. It's kind of difficult to share all of our hurt. That's just a small haiku that I wrote many years ago and still rings true today. I want to take a moment to say thank you to all the black mothers out there. And a special shout out to all those raising sons to become self-respecting young men with integrity, self-awareness, and empathy for others. Love you. I need you to know that. Black women are one of the most majestic and resourceful beings on the planet, and they don't get enough just do. So that's why I want to make sure I shout you out. Know your worth. You are majestic. And I say that because there's nothing like mama's love. The way she spoke to me. Every time life stared me the wrong way. How high she held me when the flu came along. Expressed her disappointment when schools dismissed me. All I can remember is mama loves me. Even when she laid the whooping on me, she'd be in the kitchen right quick cooking something for me. She never did know how to say sorry. A hot plate is how she displayed her apology. But a wink and a smile did fine by me. 
but my mama loves me. On Christmas Day, birthdays and good times, Easter turkeys with some good wine, although she's at a far distance, I can't forget her smile. Tears of joy formulate because she's further in miles. Too far for me to see, yet close enough with love. Her touch, stress and dedication, more than a blessing from above. Mama loves me. And this is how I, I really wanted to start the podcast off this year because 2022 is a special one and and I feel it. Like it's, it's in my gut, it's in my bones. I feel that it's a great year. I don't reminisce often, but when I do, I always make sure to visit the, the memories that leave me with a smile on my face or laughter. Those of you that know, laughter is key. It's one of those things that I cherish. Um, you know, the past or the, the old was always bad, right? But we don't want to discard history so quickly because of the latest trend, right? I want you to think about that. We're so quick to get rid of what was in the past and, and embrace what's now, but not realizing that what happened back then is what gave birth to what's happening now, right? Without an origin, nothing can truly be valued or appreciated accurately. So um, let me let me take you back, right? Way back when. Close your eyes. Let me take you back in time, before semi-automatics and crack, before Sega, before Nintendo, even way before Atari, way back when games to play were hide and seek, catch a girl, kiss a girl, red light, green light, hopscotch, butterscotch, double dutch, kickball, dodgeball, red ass and tag, mother may I, red rover, British bulldog, hula hoops and running through the sprinkler, back when you had a popsicle on a hot summer day. Back when there was a Dickie D on every block, but wait. Watching Saturday morning cartoons with short commercials, Darkwing Duck, Bobby's World, Ninja Turtles, The Three Stooges, and Fat Albert. Way back when, when going down the street seemed so far. When going downtown was more like a trip because you ain't have a car. When cops and robbers was just a game we played. Climbing trees, playing soccer without a ball to claim. Running till you were out of breath, laughing so hard that your stomach hurt. Jumping on the bed just to stop because you found out he with the bed. Pillow fights, spinning around, getting dizzy and falling down. Being tired because you played all day. Remember that? The worst embarrassment was being picked last on a team when war was still a card game. And water balloons were the ultimate weapon. Super soakers were the only guns you were afraid of. I can't stop yet. When you didn't pay a dollar for bottled water, you didn't pay for air. When nearly everyone's mom was at home when the kids got there from school. When you had one channel on your television set, if you had one. When it was special to go out for dinner at a restaurant. When girls neither dated nor kissed. When they threatened to keep kids back at grade if they failed and did. When being sent to the principal's office was bad news because your parents would find out. When you feared for your life because of your parents and grandparents, not because of drive-bys and shootings, drugs and gangbangs. When the police didn't know your first and your last name. Doesn't it feel good to be able to say, yeah, I remember that. You remember when decisions were made by going any, mini, money, mo? When mistakes were corrected by simply saying, redo. When a race wasn't whether you're black or white, but rather 
the fastest, the only thing you could catch from the opposite sex was cooties. A weapon in school was a slingshot. Scrapes and bruises were battle scars from all the sports you played. And a kiss from your mother made it all better. Taking drugs meant orange-flavored Robitussin. When a bet was just a double dare. When you used to live happily ever before. Way back when. Who remembers those days? <laughs> like, seriously, who remembers those days? Right? How can you forget those days? We talk about these kids today. They don't know what it means to play outside. They don't know anything about that. But I hope I took you to some of your happy places with that one. And if you have kids, share some of those memories and experiences with them. Tell them those stories. Make history with them, right? Let them see who mom and dad really were and what they did as kids. Don't be afraid to share all of you with your loved ones and be vocal about it. Right. Because we as black people aren't vo- vulnerable enough with each other. We're not. How can we expect to truly support one another in every avenue if we don't even know who we are and we're not even willing to discover who we are? We're waiting for someone else to tell us who we are. History, unfortunately, repeats itself. And we all know this. Right. And we are treated the same when history shows its ugly side to people of color, like what we all witnessed in the last two years. Indeed, such experiences are always there and often bittersweet. But in this case, I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit more about bittersweet. Every day my life's on trial and I don't know why. I let these ferocious words escape my mouth because I know not to lie. I've shed plenty of tears like basketballs bouncing with regularity without scholarships. No one seems to remember me. My fear is not of death, but life and what's inside of me. Still, I know not how to cry. I felt pain when my brothers died, but I've yet to feel joy when he's alive. Talk to me. Help me divorce the thrill of crime to fall in love with this skin of mine. I yearn inside to get a piece of this pie, only to gain a taste of corporate lies. Questions I thought never to ask. They might sound silly. Not knowing that that's just one more right of mine unexercised, so I thought. Why we never make no time to kill when it's time to chill, but always make time with a nine to spill. More blood than concrete, the streets is filled. Although it seems so unreal, from time to time, I make love with my pen through my thoughts. And I can feel the stress and braille, that's how I know it's real. Because this brother before you couldn't see the truth as it sat before me in the form of lies on television, messing up my roots. I dream about my brothers in poverty, one day hoping to own some property off the boards of Monopoly. I was a G with mine, hustled hard on the ground to graduate. Why can't you be proud of me? Instead, you want me to bust my nine, lose my head just to do right by time. Behind bars or sell my soul for 16 bars at a time and all I gotta be is a nigga. My sister's too young to bone, never too young to be grown or bought through the giving and receiving of things called favors. Come in all flavors, shapes, and sizes. HIV and AIDS no longer surprise us. That's when my pen begins to cry. Every time I print the truth about my soldiers doing bids so long that time is beginning to lose its patience. My watch couldn't tell me how much longer I would have to hold up. 
So I began to spit atrocious, led to pages, blowing kisses but not falling back to the races. Poverty's property, so I pour out a little liquor to all my live and well hustlers that be hugging their book bags and dreams hard, separated from the block because they ain't ready to kick it with God, at least not before 25. Years they've been chasing the cream of unmarked papers and the costs give up the dream for that ski mask paper. Instead of resumes, brothers got rap sheets. This puts him back on that track me, where gangsters run from the sound of gunshots, the only sound guaranteed to move a crowd besides the tick and the talk. He ran in yelling, this is a stick up, put the money in the bag. Bang, bang, were the sounds heard before he fell. Robbery's gone bad. Down for the count, now he's calling on the savior, somebody, anybody, just save him. With his eyes wide shut, now he can see. Life is worth more than any currency amount. His final breath at the cost of a bullet, leaving the taste in my mouth bitter. This leads me into thinking out loud segment for you all to ponder. I want you to ask someone you know. Would you rather have one wish granted today or five wishes granted 10 years from now? I want you to think about that. One wish today or five, ten years from now? And based on the answer that you give, we'll let you know the mindset of that individual or even yourself. But it's something to think about because a lot of us are in survival mode, which means we're living for now. We can't see tomorrow. We can't see tomorrow. That's why it's hard for us to dream. It's hard for us to see a future. But I believe that we do have a bright future. And we have big dreams. We just have to believe enough to put them to action. 2022 is that year. It's a year of action. You got to live it out. Can't think it out. You can't speak it out. You got to live it out. Now, how many of you remember the classic song by Nas and Miss Hill? If I rule the world, imagine that. <laughs> it's one of the greatest songs ever made and it isn't debatable, people. I'm, I'm sorry to say it's not debatable. It's one of the greatest songs ever made. Don't waste anybody else's time or yours trying to debate it and whether I'm right or wrong. It is downright one of the greatest songs ever, ever, ever made. So what I'm going to pose to you is this. What would you do if you ruled your destiny? Not the world, but your destiny. I'll share this with you, though. When I rule my destiny, I envision. Envision you and you and you standing next to me, my brothers and your sisters. When I rule my destiny, peace and harmony with a little bit of melody will be the song that we sing. I said, when I rule my destiny, I want the world next to me so I can mold her into that beauty queen, you know, the one that you cannot stand to see without paying the price of sight loss. I'm telling y'all, she'll be my son. When I rule my destiny, freedom will be your name and love will be mine. And together, you and I will set this world free. Because when I rule my destiny, I wouldn't need your hand, your words, or change for a better day. I would just need you, you, and you standing next to me. That's one of my favorite poems. And it always puts a smile on my face because it allows me to dream even bigger. 
It really does. One of my dreams is to have all of you listening to click the follow button on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on and share the experience with others. Another dream of mine is for you to support the show by going to greatmilespublishing.com and actually purchasing a copy of my poetry book as well as my children's books. Okay? So go ahead, visit that website. That's graymilespublishing.com. Go there, help yourself, Black History Month, support your authors, your creators, and everything else that you can support us with. Because history is made every day, and this is your opportunity to make history. So if you're not following the show, first of all, make sure you follow the show on whatever platform you listen to it on. Make sure you share the show with somebody that you think will also benefit and appreciate the show, the content that I'm creating here. And um, yeah, go ahead and, and support an artist, support somebody, okay? Show some love. It's the month to do that. Even if you're not black, make sure you go and support somebody who's doing something dope that is black, all right? So with that said, I, w- I want to thank you for being here. And I appreciate you for being here. I hope you've enjoyed the show so far. This is just a launch for 2022. It's a little different from what you're used to, but that's what I wanted to do. Start the year off a little different, right? We'll get back in the groove of things and how we do it. Don't worry. Next episode, you know what's up. I got a, a dope guest coming through. Um, I won't drop anything about that yet, but you'll know who it is when we get there. But for now, I just hope you're enjoying it. I want to leave you with this one question um, that I also ask my guests. Right? I usually ask all my guests on the show this one question. How would you want to be remembered when it's all said and done? If you're listening, make sure you ask yourself this question. It's not an easy one. And and it's allowed to change, okay? The answer for that question can change. And I hope it changes, right? Uh, you, 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 You can have more than one answer. You can have multiple layers of an answer, right? So don't limit yourself to just one. How would you want to be remembered? It can be a vast thing. It can be a simple thing. But it's all up to you to make sure you make the right choice on that one, all right? Now, if you want to be a guest on the show and you have a beautiful story or insight on a particular industry that you believe others can benefit from or learn from, please email me at graymilespublishing at gmail.com, right? Don't forget to hit me up over there. Um, I'll connect with you and then we'll see how we can build together, right? Love to have you on the show, especially when your story is that incredible. I think everybody's got a unique story and we can all learn from it. Um, so... Don't hesitate to reach reach out and uh, share your story with us. Here's a final piece for you to take on your journeys, right? My beautiful African people and all people of color and shades to you know help you keep smiling. I'm going to take you back again, and I hope you enjoyed that first piece, taking you back in time when you were a kid. I'll end the show with this piece here, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. So until next time, love, peace, and happiness. I remember back when Guns and Roses weren't reality, but another rock and roll group. Back when parents kept us from the corner store so we wouldn't steal. When getting shoes from Budget Shoes was the thing, and if you had them Patrick Ewings, you was the shit. Back when you weren't cool if you couldn't pop a wheelie. You rode around in circles because you couldn't ride around so freely. Scared to leave the court because mom might see you. Back when... Cops and robbers were the best of friends and neither one knew a thing about the law. Because after being shot a million times, neither one would fall. Remember that? 
back when boys were allergic to girls, when girls didn't know a thing about makeup. The game we played were all made up. Playing tag, you were it for so long that you gave up. Back when siblings and cousins would play spouse, now they're dating and mating, we were supposed to be playing house, not each other's next of kin. I remember back when boys and girls played alike. It was safe to catch a tiger by its toes in that life. Knew how to count, but still we preferred any mini miny mo. You see, because back then, no one thought of you as a hoe, even if you weren't liked. Back when track and field was just a sport. Now the prize is to get away from the cops. You simply can't fall and dust it off. Back when principals cared and teachers weren't so scared. When granny was home all day, finished your homework so you can go back out and play. Back when dad still wasn't around, but you always wished him near. When a bike was all you needed in summer. You didn't care about the, the hottest gear, iPods, or MP3 players. Back when you laughed all day with your friends about nothing. Before peer pressure. Before all the fronting, we had something. So let's take it back there more often. <laughs> 